Sermon 103, Commentary in the Gospel of Luke, Sermons 96-110, through 110, by Cyril of Alexandria, translated by R. Payne Smith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Luke 14, 12-14 Then said he also to them that bade him, When thou makest a dinner or a supper, call not thy friends, nor thy brethren, neither thy kinsmen, nor thy rich neighbors, lest they also bid thee again, and a recompense be made thee. But when thou makest a feast, call the poor, the maimed, the lame, and the blind, and thou shalt be blessed, because they cannot recompense thee, for thou shalt be recompensed at the resurrection of the just. Remarkable indeed is the beauty of the mind of man, and it shows itself in various ways, and is conspicuous in a diversity of manners. For just as those who are skilled in delineating forms in pictures cannot by one color attain to perfect beauty in their painting, but rather use various and many kinds of hues, so also the God of all, who is the giver and teacher of spiritual beauty, adorns our souls with that manifold virtue which consists in all saint-like excellence of living in order to complete in us his likeness for in his rational creatures the best and most excellent beauty is the likeness of god which is wrought in us by the exact vision of god and by virtue perfected by exact exertion consider therefore how our lord jesus christ makes our souls beautiful by every spiritual adornment for here he had commanded the pharisees and lawyers or rather the scribes to think lowly of themselves and to cultivate a mind free from the love of vainglory bidding them not to seize upon the foremost seats for he was dining with them that being in their company he might benefit them even against their will and after them he next addressed him who had invited them and assembled them to the entertainment saying when thou makest a dinner or a supper call not thy friends nor thy brethren neither thy kinsmen nor thy rich neighbours but rather the lame and the blind and the maimed would he then produce in us a morose state of mind is it his will that we be unsociable and unloving so as not even to deem our friends and relatives worthy of that affection which especially is fitting and due to them are we to pay no regard to those who are near us in affection and love? Does he forbid the rites of hospitality? But how is it not absurd and ignorant to imagine that he contradicts his own laws? What then does he wish to teach? Something, perhaps, like what follows. Those who possess great store of wealth make much account, so to speak, of a constant display and ostentation for oftentimes they bring men to banquet with them and make entertainments at vast cost with curiously prepared viands and such as do not escape the blame of prodigality and this it is their custom to do in order to gain the praises and applause of their guests and in receiving the praises of their flatterers as the wages so to speak of their extravagance they rejoice greatly as though they had gained something of value for it is the habit of flatterers to praise even those things which deserve blame 
for what good is there in such prodigal abundance beyond what necessity requires for as christ himself somewhere said few things are needful or one for the necessary appeasing of the wants of the body that we may escape therefore the danger of losing the reward of our outlay by expending our wealth in such pursuits as will bear good fruit he has commanded us to invite the poor and the maimed and the blind and those who are suffering under other bodily maladies that by our liberality in so doing we may attain to the hope that cometh from above from god the lesson therefore which he teaches us is love unto the poor which is a thing precious in the sight of god dost thou feel pleasure in being praised when thou hast any friends or relatives feasting with thee i tell thee of something far better angels shall praise thy bounty and the rational powers above and holy men as well and he too shall accept it who transcends all and who loveth mercy and is kind lend unto him fearing nothing and thou shalt receive with usury whatever thou gavest for he it says who hath pity on the poor lendeth unto god he acknowledgeth the loan and promiseth repayment for when the son of man he saith shall come in the glory of his father with the holy angels and shall sit upon the throne of his glory he shall set the sheep upon his right hand and the goats upon his left and he shall say to them on his right hand come ye blessed of my father inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundations of the world for i was hungry and ye gave me meat i was thirsty and ye gave me drink i was naked and ye covered me sick and ye visited me in prison and ye came unto me and to this he added verily i say unto you that whatsoever ye have done to one of these little ones ye have done unto me the outlay therefore is not unfruitful rather shall compassion upon the poor make thy wealth breathe forth a sweet savour purchase the grace that cometh from god buy for thy friend the lord of heaven and earth for verily we oftentimes purchase men's friendship with large sums of gold and if those of high rank are reconciled unto us we feel great joy in offering them presents even beyond what we can afford because of the honour which accrues to us from them and yet these things are but transitory and quickly fade away and are like the fantasies of dreams but to be members of god's household must we not count that as a thing worth the gaining and esteem it as of the highest importance for certainly after the resurrection from the dead we must stand in christ's presence and there a recompense shall of necessity be made to the compassionate and merciful but a condemnation commensurate with their deeds shall be the lot of those who were harsh and without mutual love for it is written that there is judgment without mercy for those who have showed no mercy and if so how is it not the proof and perfection of a sound mind that before we descend at the pit of torment we should take forethought for our life for come and let us discuss this among ourselves 
suppose that for some cause or other which the law condemned they had dragged us before the judges and so a sentence such as our offences deserved had been passed upon us after our conviction should we not with pleasure offer up our wealth to escape from all torment and punishment and how can there be any doubt of this for one's self is better than possessions and life than wealth now we are guilty of many sins and must give an account to the judge of whatsoever we have done and why then do we not deliver ourselves from judgment and the everlasting fire while time permits and the way in which to deliver ourselves is to live in virtue to comfort the brethren who are grieved with poverty and to open our hand wide to all who are in need and to sympathize with the sick for tell me what is harder than poverty that implacable beast of prey that bane which no admonition can charm away that worst of maladies or rather more cruel than any malady we therefore must give a helping hand to those who are suffering under it we must open wide to them our heart and not pass by their lamentation for suppose a savage beast of prey had sprung upon some wayfarer would not any one who witnessed the occurrence seize up anything that came to hand a stone for instance or stick and drive away the beast that was mercilessly rending and tearing the man fallen beneath its blow who is so hard-hearted and full of hatred to mankind as to pass by one thus miserably perishing and must not thou own that poverty as i said is more cruel than any beast of prey aid therefore those who are fallen under it incline thine ear to the poor and listen to him as it is written for he it saith who stoppeth his ears that he may not hear the feeble he also shall cry and there shall be none to listen give that thou mayest receive hear that thou mayest be heard sow thy little that thou mayest reap much and besides the pleasure of the body is short and temporary and ends in rottenness but almsgiving and charity to the poor crown those who practise them with glory from god and lead them to that incorruptible happiness which christ bestows on those who love him by whom and with whom to god the father be praise and dominion with the holy ghost for ever and ever amen End of Sermon 103